0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on WinBet has everything you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, November 4th, currently 1140 on the East Coast. Here to talk about some NBA player props for the action on Friday. Full games of schedule in the NBA. And joining me, as usual, to break down the player props, You guys know him from the college football experience, the college basketball experience, also a host on the NFL Gambling Podcast, my main man, Ryan Mack. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? We've been doing pretty good as far as our player props have been going, but how's everything going with you?
1: You mentioned it moon off coming off a heater from last week so hopefully we could stay hot knock on wood but yeah everything's good man uh it's Friday which means we're gonna give out some NBA props uh the market seems a little bit slow uh posting some of these props but'll we'll, as of right now we'll give out what's available but uh everything's good NFL's in full swing and college basketball starts next week like you said
0: yeah exciting times right now especially for college football sorry college basketball fans as the season starts Next week. But yeah, NBA well underway here. I think most teams have about eh, at least a minimum of seven games under their belt. So, some good data to work with uh, as we kind of progress through the season here. Um, A lot of injuries happening across the NBA. Um, James Harden, I think the biggest news that we got, I believe it was yesterday, uh, he's going to be missing a month at least with a foot injury uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. So, I did see that Joel Embiid it was at shoot around today for the uh Philadelphia 76ers. So getting him back is a big plus. But I think this just means that it's going to be Tyrese Maxi season and for him to really produce uh at the guard position now for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um saw the suspension of Kyrie Irving. I don't want to get into that, but he's going to be missing at least five games for the Brooklyn Nets, which means, you know, some more pressure on uh not Kevin Durant, but I think uh Ryan, but more of the role players there, but anything that's kind of stuck out to you? I know you and I were talking about how bad the Lakers have been, but hey, they've put together a two game winning streak here, uh, Ryan, but uh, what's kind of stuck out to you in the NBA?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I get a, I get enough of talking about the Lakers, so I, I'll go elsewhere. Uh, impressed with teams like Cleveland and Portland that continue to roll. Utah as well. I know they traded away Gobert in the offseason, but they're 6-3. and three, So some teams in smaller markets off to good starts, which is always good to see with parity in the
0: NBA. Yeah, I'm really been impressed by that. Um the Cleveland Cavaliers team, you know, you, you mentioned it, and we were talking offline about it, but, you know, so far this season, and again, very early, but through seven games, they're six and one. Uh, they got Darius Garland back in their last game, who looked like he just picked up right where he left off. Uh, for that cleveland cavaliers team him and uh, donovan mitchell in the backcourt that gives them great scoring punch Um, and then you have your two big men in the middle there with evan mobley and jared allen i think if they add one more legitimate wing there in that starting rotation i don't think karis lavert is the answer there for them he's a great piece coming off the bench but i think uh, getting maybe isaac akuro back in that starting lineup getting that type of player in that lineup That's a really balanced lineup there. You have a legitimate scorer with Donovan Mitchell. uh, Darius Garland, great point guard. He can score the basketball. You have guys that can finish on the inside and protect the rim. So, yeah, this Cleveland Cavaliers team looks like they're primed to, you know, be a legitimate contender in the Eastern Conference. I think there was those two games against the Boston Celtics they had. Both of those went to overtimes, but those two games were a lot of fun to watch. They really came down right to the wire there, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, two big wins early on against uh, the Eastern Conference favorite Boston Celtics. So, yeah, Cleveland is rolling, and they got a little bit of an identity as well being a good defensive team early on so far through seven games.
0: Yeah, 100%. So uh, that's going to be a fun team to watch. Right now they're averaging 117 one points per game and only allowing 106.7 points per game are the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Anything else that's kind of stuck out to you around the league?
1: No, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of headlines for the wrong reasons, but it's just yeah. – I, I still think teams are trying to find themselves. Obviously, Steve Nash gets fired earlier in the week, and I know yeah. you and Scott were all over that before it broke, so shout out to you guys. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they can – a team like Brooklyn can turn it around um, with the coaching change. And then, and then, obviously, I know we don't like to talk about the Lakers nonstop, kind of like the major outlets, but can the Lakers get on a little bit of a roll – and get into the playoff contention going forward.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, they've won two games in a row. Maybe there's something that has clicked for them. I know that they've brought, um, Westbrook off the bench. Now, maybe that's something that's been working for them, him leading that second unit. Um, but it's going to be, it's fun, uh, fun to watch uh, that Lakers team and see if they can turn it around here against, um, or at least what's kind of transpired for them in the first four games where they were kind of winless, but now two wins in a row for the Lakers. Um, Big game tonight for them against the Pelicans. I believe Brandon Ingram should be back tonight for the Pelicans. I think his last injury report. I did see that he was probable for tonight uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. I want to ask you defensively, what's going on with the Golden State Warriors, man? Because it has not been very pretty for them to start the season. They are 3-6 and six right now, winless on the road, 0-5. They're allowing opponents to score 122 points per game. Yesterday in their game against the uh, Orlando Magic. They gave up 130 points to them. And oh, by the way, tonight, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Lakers. Uh, I, I misspoke. The Lakers play. Uh, oh, God, who do they? That the the Lakers got the Jazz. Yeah, I'm sorry. They have the Jazz tonight, and the Golden State Warriors play the Pelicans tonight. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a fun team to watch, or first, first, fun game to watch. But Warriors, man, what's going on with them defensively? It's been crazy, at least in the first nine games of the season here, uh, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, I saw Steve Kerr uh, say that he was going to change up some of the rotations, but it's not like – I mean, that's what Golden State hangs their hat on uh, throughout throughout all these playoff games. I know that people get enamored with all the threes of Curry and Thompson, but in the end, why they've won championships is that defense with Draymond Green anchoring it, and they're just – they're struggling right now. They're they're kind of going through the motions, uh, coming off a championship. I know they had the drama in the offseason with Draymond and uh, – so maybe that's a point of factor, but I expect them to fi- uh, figure things out kind of like the Lakers teams back in the day with Kobe and Shaq, or they would start slow and then gradually figure it out.
0: Yeah. I don't think I'm too worried about them. I think offensively, this team is going to be fine. It's just defensive. They need to figure some things out. And, you know, yeah, maybe no. it's been having those young guys in the lineup, you know, we've seen more Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga in the lineup uh, versus their stars just playing heavy minutes. But, uh, Definitely interesting start so far to the season here uh, in the NBA. And quietly, the quietly, very uh, quietly, the Phoenix Suns are sitting at six and one in the uh, Western Conference. Uh, where a lot of people, after that first game uh, against Dallas, thought that hey, they came from behind and won. But that team looks like they picked up right where they kind of left off, at least in the regular season um, in the NBA so far. But only one undefeated team left so far, and that is the Milwaukee Bucks, seven and zero. I know you mentioned it defensively. They've this team has just been playing out of their minds. That's kind of what's led them to this record here so far. I know six of their seven games so far have been at home for the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe they do start a road trip here tonight uh, in uh, Minnesota. Here, that's going to be the second game uh, of the doubleheader um, on the Four Letter Network. But yeah, they go to Minnesota, and then next four, their five next games are on the road and some easy opponents. And then they got OKC twice. They got San Antonio in there. They got Atlanta a couple of times, so it'll be interesting what we kind of get out of Milwaukee, but Ryan uh, Giannis is look, looking he's, like he's a front runner of the MVP right now. What he's been able to do for this Milwaukee Bucks team.
1: He's a beast. There's no other way to put yeah. it. 30, 34 <laughs> points a game, 13 rebounds, two blocks. You can add five assists in there. Guys, an animal, and they haven't even got Chris Middleton back as well. So I love the Bucks. Uh, I kind of like them going into the year to win it all. So I think they might have won it last year if Middleton doesn't go down, but uh, I think they're going to get him back and uh, give this thing another run come uh, June.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Let's get into our player props here for tonight in the NBA. Uh, We'll give about three player props each, and then we'll wrap it up with one best bet uh, from both Ryan and I. Ryan, I'll let you lead it off here, my man. What do we got as our first player prop for tonight?
1: So I'm gonna go the nation's capital, the team that's been in the news all week for the wrong reasons. I'm gonna go Kevin Durant under thirty four and a half points. And I know no Kyrie Irving, so he's gonna probably shoulder the load a little more. But looking at his career versus the Wizards, he's only gone over thirty four and a half points just one time in the last nineteen meetings. So I know I think that number's just a little bit inflated. I think he's closer around high 20s to low 30s. So I will go under 34 and a half for Durant in a homecoming game for him.
0: I was having a little trouble with this one as well because this is the first one of the first ones that I did want to look at um, just because Kyrie Irving is going to be missing at least five games for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, for Kevin Durant, I think that it's really been him and Kyrie offensively, and Kevin Durant has been the more consistent scorer. He's averaging, what, 32 and some change uh, points per game so far this season. But it's going to be interesting to see if another player steps up in the absence of Kevin Durant, Um, whether that's the role players, whether that's Sumner, whether that's going to be Patty Mills, whether that's going to be Royce O'Neal. I mean, it's not very pretty on guys that can step up in the absence of Kyrie Irving. So... I think a lot of that might fall on the shoulders of Ben Simmons having to be more of a playmaker. So I wanted to take the over on this, but I, I kind of took a step back. Um and and I just kind of want to see what transpires at least over tonight in the next game for Kevin Durant and how he does scoring-wise. Because honestly, for me, it seems like he's really the only scorer right now for this uh Baltimore, for this Brooklyn Nets team, um, going forward, at least for the next five games. So uh, I understand. I think that it might be a public play that people are going to be on. It's over. So kind of going to contrarian, but taking the under on yes. Kevin Durant here.
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you, Moonoff. I I thought initially, I'm like, oh, Durant's going to go off tonight. And then I saw 34 and a half. Yeah. And it's like, that does seem like a public side. And I dug more into it. So that's why I'm going under, taking the contrarian side. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, For my first player prop, I'm going to go over to – let's go to the Miami Heat and the Indiana Pacers game. Um, These are both teams that are not very good defending the three-point line. So I'm going to go with Buddy Heald, over three-and-a-half three-pointers made here tonight. And, you know, like I mentioned, the Pacers uh, are visiting or they welcome the Miami Heat to town. And like I said, both of these teams – are two of the worst three-point defending teams in the league so far this season. The Heat ranked number 29 in opponent uh, opponent three-pointers made. Uh, That's second worst only in front of these Indiana Pacers. So I'm expecting a lot of three-point shots here tonight uh, between the Pacers and the Miami Heat. And with Buddy Hield in particular, he's averaging 10.4 10, 10. 4 attempts per game over his last five games, and he's knocked down at least four in three out of those last five games so far this season. The Heat are also allowing close to 38 attempts per game and allowing opponents to shoot 38.3% so far this season. So I think Buddy Hield has an opportunity here to you know knock down those three-point shots here tonight. I think it's going to be between him and uh, and Halliburton uh, for them to knock down those three tonight and just fading you know really this – three-point defense of the Miami Heat. So first-player prop for me, Buddy Heald, over three-and-a-half three-pointers made here tonight against the Miami Heat, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, and you touched on it. Miami is struggling defensively as well, and it's ironic that they're struggling defensively because that's kind of what they hung their hat on last year when they were the one seed. So I like that play, Uh, and we know the Pacers like to get up and down and play a lot of possessions as well.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's go to your next prop, man. What do you got?
1: I'm going to go another under and another good player here. I'm going to go under twenty-one and a half points for Cade Cunningham. He's playing these Cleveland cat or those C- Cleveland Cavaliers. They're good defensively. Uh, in Cade Cunningham's short career, he's played the Cavs four times. He's only averaging fifteen points a game. I know lately he's been rolling a little bit, but uh, just the other night, only ten points on five of thirteen shooting. I think the Cleveland's just good enough defensively to hold Cade under twenty points tonight.
0: Yeah, I think the matchup here is going to be getting number one Darius Garland back um, for this Cleveland Cavaliers team. And um, if you kind of take a look at the numbers so far, the Cleveland Cavaliers defense against the point guard position is only allowing 15.8 points per game to that point guard position, which is, I believe, eighth best in the league uh, so far this season. I also was looking at this uh, for Kate as well, thinking that this number might be a little inflated. And you're right. This number is absolutely unaffiliated. Cade Cunningham uh, at 21 and a half scoring up against this t- defense here tonight. I think that they can, uh, they're can. they going to try to make somebody else beat them, whether that's Jaden Ivey, whether that's Sadiq Bey, whether that's Isaiah Stewart, uh, relying on those guys to you know beat the Keelan Cavaliers here tonight. So uh, Cade under 21 and a half points for Ryan. I love that. Um, all right. For my next player prop, I'm going to go over to that Utah Jazz and Lakers game we talked about. And, Laurie Markkinen, I'm going to go with his over eight and a half rebounds here tonight. Uh, obviously, Jazz are in L.A. tonight to take on the Lakers, who Lakers are surprisingly the worst rebounding team in the league so far this season. They're allowing their opponents to grab 51.4 rebounds per game. And the opportunity for rebounds in these Lakers games are going to be a plenty because, number one, the Lakers play with the highest pace in the league, which is kind of crazy to think when you have guys like Anthony Davis, LeBron James on your roster – but the crazy part is is that their offensive rating, it's not very efficient. It's, it, it ranks dead last in the NBA. So when you have a team that's number one in pace but dead last in offensive rating, that just means they're missing a lot of shots and there's plenty of rebounding opportunities. So far this season, Laurie Markin is averaging exactly nine rebounds per game this season, but he's gone over this projection in four of his last five games for the Jets, and he's been in double digits, in, I believe, throughout those five games for the Utah Jazz, I think that he should be able to uh, dominate on the boards here tonight, and especially this number being at plus money, at plus 105, I think there's an opportunity for Laurie Markkinen to get at least 10 rebounds here tonight. Only asking him to get nine, which he's done, but... I think there is an opportunity where he can get 10 here tonight against this Lakers team, which, you know, it's kind of mind-boggling that number one in pace but dead last in offensive rating. So I think that Markkinen should be able to take advantage of uh, the boards here tonight. So Laurie Markkinen over 8.5 rebounds at plus 105 here, Ryan.
1: No, I like that play as well because uh, you mentioned it, man. These Lakers are soft defensively and definitely they're terrible on the glass for some reason. I don't know if it's Anthony Davis, LeBron James. uh, They just don't want to rebound. uh, Bring Westbrook off the bench. But yeah, no, I think uh, Laurie can at least uh, get 10 rebounds tonight. It, but you only need him to get nine. So I, I like that play as well. Yeah.
0: All right. Before we continue here, let me tell you guys where you can bet on these prop bets. And that's going to be over at Win. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, Win Bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ross, brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast. The bosses are in a giving mood, and they're giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor jersey or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. The contest is completely free to enter, now all you got to do is, number one, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Sports Gambling Podcast. Number two, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. And number three, turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner. The winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. All right, Ryan, uh, let's keep it going here, my man. What's your next player prop uh, for tonight?
1: So I'm going to go the same game and the same narrative. I'm taking over 15 and a half points and rebounds combined for Jared Vanderbilt against those Los Angeles Lakers Uh, on the season. Vanderbilt averages nine points a game, eight rebounds a game. I think against this uh, Lakers team that struggles on the glass, I think he gets nine, 10 rebounds and, With that, you do the difference of the math. All he needs is six, seven points. So I think he easily gets this. I could see him going for ten and ten and getting close to uh, twenty combined points and rebounds tonight against these Los Angeles Lakers.
0: The only downfall about Jared Vanderbilt is that he has to stay out of foul trouble because he he, is—he's a ball hog. Uh, I mean, there's no question about it. Like the numbers are backing it up for him, right? He's averaging nine points per game so far this season. But I think the more interesting fact is that. He's averaging 8.4 rebounds per game as well. So he's been a guy that can really finish around the basket, whether it's on, you know, put back dunks or, you know, rebounding the basketball and putting it back up. Um, and just, just, just for him, he's getting the minutes played, but I think those numbers can increase for him if he just stays out of foul trouble. You know, last game against Utah in 33 minutes, I'm sorry, against the Dallas Mavericks in 33 minutes, did commit a foul, right? It's gotten better for him against Memphis in two games. He had one game where he had four fouls and three fouls. So, If he's able to stay on the court, this guy can fill up the stat sheet for you. If you kind of just go through his game log, you can see that, hey, he's a great rebounder. He can you know, put up anywhere from 7 to 10 to 15 points uh, uh, in a given night for you. So, yeah, I do like the play. He's kind of that glue guy for this Utah Jazz team, especially on the uh, rebounding uh, front as well. So I like that play. Jared Vanderbilt on his over, you said points and rebounds? Yes, 15 and a half. Yeah, love it. All right. uh, For my next player prop, I'm going to take you uh, guys over to that Chicago Bulls and the Boston Celtics game here tonight. And, you know, we've talked a lot about rebounding for opponents of uh, the Boston Celtics, and they get Nikola Vucevic here tonight. And I'm going to go with Nikola Vucevic over 11 and a half rebounds here tonight uh, against the Boston Celtics. Kind of take a look at what Vucevic has done this season 15.6 points per game, but he's also averaging 12.3 rebounds per game. But over his last three games, uh, he's had at least 13 or more rebounds in each of those games. He had 19 against the Philadelphia 76ers. He had 15 against the Brooklyn Nets, and he had 13 against the Charlotte Hornets. Kind of looking at a positional breakdown of what Boston is allowing to that center and power forward position, um, they're allowing 17.1 rebounds per game to that center position are the Boston Celtics. They're allowing 10.1, but we know that he plays more of the center position. Does Nikola uh, Nikola Vucevic at 17.1? And historically against the Boston Celtics, um, Nikola Vucevic is averaging 10.6 rebounds. But again, that was a lot of it was early uh, when he was with the Orlando Magic. But in his last game, and it's again, very small sample here, but he had 23 rebounds against uh, the Boston Celtics, which was actually earlier this season. On October 24th, he finished that game with 18 points and 23 rebounds in that game. So asking him to get 12 here again, I don't think it's a tall order. I think that he can get over this number of 11 and a half rebounds against the Boston Celtics. So for me, my third player prop, Nikola Vucevic over 11 and a half rebounds here tonight, Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like that too. And you mentioned it, Boston, for some reason, there's as well, uh, like the Lakers, they're struggling on the boards as well. They need mm-hmm. to get that fix going forward if they want to be the team that they're projected to be by all the talking heads. So yeah, no, I like that. I think he he could definitely get over what, eleven and a half, you said? Yeah, eleven and a half is a number right now.
0: Yeah, I think I think he's closer to that 14-15 number. Yeah, I want to see what Jared Allen and uh Evan Mobley, I'm sorry, have done against in their last two games here. So let me quickly take a look here. So Evan Mobley had seven. Jared Allen had 14 in their last game that went to overtime. And then uh, let me go back to that previous game against the uh, Cavs where that went, when that game went to overtime as well. Uh, Jared Allen, 11 rebounds. Evan Mobley, 10 rebounds. So, I mean, obviously, when you have those two big guys, they're going to have to, you know, fighting for battling each other for rebounds. But especially on a team like the Chicago Bulls, where not really another big man like Nikola Vucevic. Maybe we could talk about Patrick Williams in that fold. But I think most of the rebounds do go to Nikola Vucevic. So over 11.5 rebounds, I love that play. All right, uh, that's three player props each. Now it's time for our best bets for this NBA uh, schedule tonight as far as our player props. Uh, Ryan, why don't you close out strong here with your best bet for tonight uh, for your player problem. What do you got?
1: So it's a little chalky in terms of who I'm taking. We talked about him in the at the beginning of the show. I'm going Giannis with the Bucs. ESPN spotlight game over 51 and a half points, rebounds, assists. I know that's a big number, but you look what he's done against the Timberwolves in the past. Last year he had 40, 16, and seven. The other meeting, 37, eight, and eight. Uh, you go the year before that, thirty-two, seventeen, and four, thirty-four, fifteen, and six. I mean, the guy, we—he's an animal. So I don't see anybody stopping him anytime soon. He's on a mission, and he's definitely the front runner early for the MVP. So I think he keeps it rolling in a spotlight game against these Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think that even though that this team has um, Rudy Gobert, that yeah. they wouldn't be allowing seventeen rebounds per game to that center position. Now Giannis is a guy. Very, it just doesn't matter who goes. Yeah, are. yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter, right? He can play all five positions, right? We've seen him bring up the ball the court. He can play that center position, shooting guard, whatever. He's he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the league. Um, so you're not going to get an argument from me about from Giannis. I mean, he is the man right now for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Clearly, in my eyes, yeah, the front runner for MVP, leading his team right now to a seven and zero record in that Eastern Conference, especially not having their second best player in Chris Middleton. So, uh, yeah, I love that play. Definitely gonna be tuned into this game for sure. Uh, for my best bet here tonight, Ryan, I'm gonna take you guys over to the uh, game of the night, and I say that with a lot of sarcasm, but it's gonna be between the Clippers and the San Antonio Spurs. Um, and I'm going with Keldon Johnson over two and a half three pointers made here tonight. I know Keldon Johnson hasn't played since Sunday. He's been, I think, battling a calf injury, but he does make his return tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. He's not on the uh, injury report, and he's really he is the leading scorer for this team through their first what seven to eight games here so far this season. But what what stands out to me for Keldon Johnson is that he's getting up a high volume of three point shots, and he's making them at a consistent basis as well. So far this season, Johnson is averaging right at nine attempts per game and knocking them down at 43.5% clip. In fact, Keldon Johnson has made at least three or more three-point shots in six of the seven games he's played so far this season. This trend should continue tonight against the Clippers, who do, who do have an above-average three-point defense, but asking Kelvin Johnson to knock down three three-point shots here tonight, I don't think it's a big ask for him where he's done it in seven out of the eight games so far this season. Again, what kind of sticks out is that, number one, he's getting up the volume. He's their leading scorer, so you know he's going to have the ball in his hand. So asking him to get three here tonight where he's done it seven out of eight times so far this season at minus 125, Kelvin Johnson over two-and-a-half three-point shots made as my best bet here tonight, Ryan. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, no, I'll piggyback right off it. I mean, reading off his last three games before he got banged up, five for ten, six for twelve, five for ten. So, like you said, a lot of volume there for a guy that's going to get up a lot of shots, and he's making it at a high clip, uh, 50% over the last three games. He's averaging four made threes a game. So, yeah, no, this is I I like this play as well, Munal.
0: Yep. Uh, hopefully they are able to knock down their shots here tonight against a Clippers team was also out to a very, very interesting start as far as uh, injuries go for this team as well. But we'll dig into more of that as we progress here through the NBA season. Uh, all right. So just to kind of recap our best bets here, Ryan, he's going with Giannis points, rebounds and assists over 51 and a half. Ryan? Yes, sir. 51.5 points, rebounds, and assists over for Giannis. And my best bet, Kelvin Johnson, over two and a half, three point shots made against the Los Angeles Clippers here tonight. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the PropCast for the NBA Player Props. Uh, Rod and myself will be back later today to do the NFL Player Props for Week 9. Uh, in the National Football League. So look out for that. But, uh, Ryan, anything else you want to get off of your chest, my man, before we get out of here?
1: No, man, let's just keep it rolling. And then, obviously, I said, like I said earlier, uh, college basketball starts on Monday. So another uh, basketball league that will be beginning. So basketball is here. Football is in the middle of things. So check out the NFL pod and college football experience. And I know you're sad that the World Series is finally
0: coming to an end. Uh, one win away for your Astros. Yeah, one more win. It was a, it's been a great series so far. I mean, maybe a lot of people have not been tuned in, but the series, it's kind of been back and forth. Uh, but a huge win last night for the Astros behind Justin Verlander, finally, finally getting his first finally. win uh, in the World Series. So you know the ball is kind of bouncing the Astros way right now. So they're in a good position. Up 3-2. Next two games are at home in Minute Maid Park, where they're hopefully they can close it out uh, on uh, Saturday uh, and and hoist the World uh, Series uh, title there at home. So yeah, definitely will be tuned into that for sure. And again, like you, uh, Ryan mentioned, there NFL Gambling Podcast. If you haven't checked that out already, uh, make sure to get over there. The guys are doing an absolute fantastic job. Just great content so far this season. NBA Gambling Podcast is chugging along. And again, if you're not into college basketball yet. Now is the time to get into it. Great group of guys over there handicapping the games, including Ryan himself with Kobe, Patty C, uh, Nick uh, Nick Dan, and all those guys. NC Nick, uh, and I know uh, Noah is going to be involved as well with the college basketball uh, experience there. So definitely check those guys out. All right, make sure to follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd Eight Two Four. Follow Ryan on Twitter at Moneyline Underscore Mac. Uh, make sure to follow the NBA Gambling Podcast account at NBA, the NFL Gambling Podcast account at SGPNNFL. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review for the show. It's uh, highly, highly appreciated. Till then, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.